Hi, this is Rabbi Ari Spiegler with the Beach with Kila Sharm podcast. We continue today in our discussion of Chiloi. Chiloi is the 11th language form or expression of Tefillah. Chiloi, for a long time, we explained as a Tefillah where a person presents their own arguments, their own logic, their own claims toward Hashem in their own words in hopes of securing some form of reconciliation and or an appeasement. But we've recently turned to Parak Bet, chapter 2, in our discussion of Chiloi, where we've suggested that the language of Vayichal Moshe, the source for this type of Tefillah, Chiloi, is from a lashon of trembling, of fear, and of awe. And yesterday we gave two different reasons as to why there would be a tefillah that involved trembling. Number one is because we were standing in the presence of Hashem, and any time there is a uh, presence of Hashem's shekhinah that causes uh, not only us, but the entire world, all creation, to shake and to tremble. So number one, that's the type of tefillah that we're going to have when Hashem is present. And number two, that the very fact that we are davening about something so significant uh, causes us to tremble, and that actually adds to the importance of the tefillah. So for example, when Moshe was davening on behalf of the Jewish people after the sin of the golden calf, he recognized that not only was the fate and the well-being of the Jewish people being called into question, but really all of creation was being called into question because the goal was to receive the Torah, and now the Jewish people had received it, but then made this terrible mistake. Continuing in this discussion, Rapinkus writes, Omnam Yeshkan Odinyan, he says, perhaps a third reason as to why there would be trembling when it comes to the davening. He says, he says, we know that when a person studies Torah, much of their success will depend on how hard they're working, how much they're toiling in their Torah study. Vasibal is that, why is that? Why is it that you have to work hard in Torah study? Because in theory, the Jewish soul, all of our souls, are very much connected to and cleave to the Torah uh, in a very complete connection, or at least they want to. So for example, we're told, uh, by the uh, Kadmonim, those who write, write early on that each and every Jewish soul is like one letter in the Torah. And we also know that if, God forbid, a person, a Jewish person passes away, that we treat it like a Sefer Torah that has been burned. So even though there is this strong connection between the soul and the Torah, we know that unfortunately there's a barrier. What's the barrier? The person's physical body. That is a barrier to the Kedusha, to the sanctity. That's a barrier to that connection between the soul and the Torah. So what we find is that if a person wants to be truly successful in their Torah study, so that's going to be Tluyah, that's going to be dependent on Ad Kama Haguf. How much can he remove his physical presence, his physical goof from the process? And that involves great hard work. It's like planting out in a field that is very hard. Before a person can go and plant on this uh, very hard field, he first has to plow it. He has to break it down. He has to soften it so that the seeds can be absorbed. It's only then that he can go ahead and sow his seeds, and only then will fruits grow. The same is true when it comes to our Holy Torah. That in order for the Torah to really be internalized, in order for it to cling to your heart, you would first have to remove all the difficulties presented by our physical body. And that's the only way that the Torah will naturally cling to us. Very nice. That's all by Torah study. But says Rapinkis, the same is true when it comes to our davening. 
When a person is standing in prayer, and your soul wants to cling to, to cleave to uh, Hashem's shechina, Hashem's divine essence, the, the, the difficulties and the, the physical nature of our body is going to stand and present as a barrier between us and cleaving to this Kedusha. And it's only through working hard on our bodies, that we can remove this strong uh, sense of physicality from our body. And once we could break that down, then we have a better chance of clinging to and cleaving to this holiness, to Hashem's Shechina, so to speak. If you look in the Tzetel Katan, Noam Elimelech, which is uh, you know, put together by the uh, Noam Elimelech, an early uh, Hasidic master, is uh, He said that we have to be sure that our tefillah is done also with great toil, with all of our energy, with all of the effort that we can muster up. And many others uh, said something very similar in their works. And this is obviously something which is a very fundamental principle in regards to success in our davening. So again, what's the point of the trembling during the davening? Yes, as we mentioned yesterday, it's the idea that we're in the presence of Hashem, which causes a certain uh, sense of fear and trembling. And number two, it indicates that whatever we're davening for is of the utmost significance. And the trembling indicates that that is in fact the case 100%. But more than that, we have to work really hard on our bodies. We have to remove the physical nature of our bodies when we are engaged in this spiritual work so that our souls can truly cleave to the Shekhinah that is present. One of the ways that we do that is by moving our bodies, by shaking, by trembling, and as we'll see, by bowing and shuckling as well.